Welcome to the Wish I'd Known Then podcast, where we focus on how authors found success, looking at strategies that have taken them to the top of the bestseller charts, as well as what they've learned from their mistakes. Because being an indie author is more than knowing the latest marketing trend. It's about being innovative and creative and learning from your mistakes. Welcome to Wish I'd Known Then podcast. I'm Sarah Rosette. And I'm Jamie Albright. And this week on the show, we have Sarah Rosette. (laughs) Well, we are going to talk about direct sales. (laughs) And I'm going to interview her because I know nothing about direct sales. We are going to talk about it. It's not going to be much of an interview, but uh, we... I don't, I won't be contributing to the conversation. I'll just have questions. I'm but sure. you always have good questions when we do well, this thanks. stuff. So, yeah. And you've yeah. been listening to all these podcasts we've been doing with people about direct sales. So I, I have, so I have. you do know a lot about it and having a little FOMO, but <laughs> yeah. So, but this week we don't have any new supporters because yeah. we're kind of recording this early, but yeah. we do have our industry sponsor book vault. And so they are amazing and wonderful. And this week they are launching a Wix integration to go with their Shopify, WooCommerce and PayHip integration. Yeah, that's cool. That's Yeah. 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 I will make things so much easier. It will. And I mean, I've used their Shopify integration and it Mm -hmm. is super simple and they will even bundle books for you. Like if you want to do a, a paperback bundle, like you can do an ebook bundle through mm. uh, book ball or a um, mm-hmm. book funnel. But with, if you wanted to bundle like the first three books and I did both, I did the first three books in each series. And then I did uh, the first, like in each series, three books. And mm-hmm. then I have three series. So I said, let's put the first book in each series and do a series starter bundle. Yeah. yeah. And you can do that and they'll bundle it up for you. They send you a, uh, like an, an ISBN and you just add it in and then they send it off and I've had some wow. people order it. And so, yeah, it's very exciting. That's great. That's great. Yeah. They're, they're just, like I said last time, I mean, they're just really listening to customers and they try to make things as easy as possible. And we just appreciate their support so much. Thank you. Yes, we do. And they have really good customer service too. If you got a mm-hmm. question, they do respond and it's like real people who you mm-hmm. talk to, not a bot which I really appreciate. (laughs) Yeah, I know. So if you're interested, you can go to wish I'd known them for writers.com backslash book vault. There you go. Mm -hmm. All right. So I don't have much news this week personally, because we're recording this early. Do you have anything extra special going on? No, I got nothing nothing, (laughs) y'all. Okay. Yeah. Except, Except again, I keep getting reprimanded by people for not, mentioning my consulting. Mm-hmm. I do offer consulting for authors. Um, if you just kind of are stuck and don't know what to do next, if you're struggling to um, see the big picture, if you've been doing this for a while and things are not going the way you want, I can help. I um, offer a one-hour consulting call I'm available to bounce ideas out off of. And then if you need a follow-up call, I offer that. I mean, that's part of the package. And I give podcast listeners a $25 discount. So there you go. Yep. And where can they find you? At jamielbright.com backslash consulting. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. And it's Jamie J A M I. So a lot of people yes. put the E on there and you know. 
Yeah. I mean, I think if you put Jamie Albright in, it comes up. But You'll find it eventually. If you go to yeah. her website, you'll find it. Yeah. So. Well, that's true. Yeah. 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 So that's good. So the only mm-hmm. thing I've got going on to talk about really is I discovered that the Quick Cast is now out as a podcast. So oh. if you listen, I know, I didn't know. And it's been out for a couple of weeks. So great. if you um, go to your podcast app and just search for either Becca Sign mm-hmm. or the Quick Cast, it'll come up. And I've been listening to, I'm just not an, a YouTube listener mm-hmm. to podcast I just listen mm-hmm. on my app yeah so yeah I've been I'm super excited to get to listen mm-hmm. to that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah. all right so that's like all I got this week okay. because we're recording early so let's dive into direct sales let's drive it dive in yeah okay so uh the five types of direct sales and how to pick the right one for you is what we yes. have titled this so Sarah the First one is it just having a buy button on your website, right? Yes, that's one yes, of the, and it's and that's kind like of the, the difficulty easy. It's the, it's the <laughs> entry level into uh, direct sales, basically. Yes, yes, and it's it's really easy to set up. You can use BookFunnel, you can use PayHip, you can use WooCommerce, Lulu. You can do everything really with the buy button. You don't have mm-hmm. to have a store. And part of the reason I thought we should kind of run through these is, mm-hmm. I mean, everybody's talking about direct sales. And that's mm-hmm. like when we went to AnchorsCon, that's the big topic. That's the big thing. And yeah. I feel like there's different ways to do it. And you've got to find the one that works for you. And so you've got to find the one that works for you. And the um, the there's different philosophies on direct sales. And so we're going to go through and talk about these. But if you find the one that matches your personality and your business type, you're going to be a lot happier. And I, of course, am a learner. And so I've had to try all of these. So I will give you my little overview of each one. And then you can decide which one you like and which one might fit best for you. So like if you're just getting started and you don't have a whole lot of books, the buy button might be the best thing for you because you can put it on your website and you can have it as like an extra. And it's not like the whole focus. Some people are doing like their whole focus of their business now is direct sales. Mm -hmm. And this Mm -hmm. is kind of um, people who want to add an income stream, but you don't want to spend time on ads. If you don't like ads, Mm -hmm. this might be the best way to add direct sales in. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the um, recommended resource for that is book funnel integration guide and Mm -hmm. the most recent podcast was podcast 170 with jamie davis uh Mm -hmm. this is what he's doing so yes and he he uses woocommerce on his site and he's a good person to go just if you're interested in just doing something on your website adding that in then you could go take a look at his website listen to that podcast and Really, all you need to, if you go to BookFunnel and their integration guide, it lists out everything they integrate with. And you're always going to want to use BookFunnel yeah. uh, because like they're listed on every one of these because everybody uses them. So they yeah. have integrations that you need. And really, that's all you have to do is just follow that, how to set that up. And then if you want to add uh, print books, you can do that using uh, the Lulu app. And, you know, so it's that's like the easiest, that's the easy way to get started. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, in case you heard that and Alexa cannot uh, edit it out, I did sneeze um, on the podcast. So uh, once again, we're highly professional here. At, uh, 
wish I'd known them for writers. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, for for writers. I and authors, too. <laughs> How long have we been doing this? All right, let's move on. Oh, gosh. Okay, uh, so. Let's go to the landing page now. Now, this yeah. is a little more, this is kind of medium difficulty, correct? Yes. Yeah, it's a little more involved. You're probably right. going to want some extra software. You can set it up like mm-hmm. if you're savvy enough to create a page or you have, have the ability on your website to create a page like with no mm-hmm. other links, yeah. like no menu bar, you could do it yourself. But um, you're going to need BookFunnel at least to deliver your eBooks and your mm-hmm. audiobooks. And then you can use something like Thrive Pages or uh, Lead Pages, Thrivecart, and then you can integrate those with BookVault and Lulu and do eBooks, audiobooks, and print books. Mm-hmm. And um, this one, I've tried this. I set up a landing page and I did it for print books. I did my spring Sarah's online signing mm-hmm. and had a Thrivecart page where people went to and ordered. And then I just ordered the books, signed them, and mailed them off. And it worked great. You could mm-hmm. do it with eBooks or audiobooks. Um, and I think you could actually, you could use this like with pay hip, you could just create a single page, you know, and this is mm-hmm. the product I'm and basically with landing page, you're focusing on one thing. And um, I think it's good for authors who have either a few products and don't want to create a store. Cause there's like mm-hmm. a lot of creating a store is kind of a long on-ramp, yeah. but it, so like, if you don't want to create a store, maybe you have a huge backlist and you don't want to put all those on. You want to just mm-hmm. focus on, this is my best selling series. I'm mm-hmm. going to focus on this. You can mm-hmm. do that with just a landing page. And then, um, and I think that's a good way. And it's also, if you just have a few products, you could use it as well. Like this right. is going to be my landing page for my book one in my series or my, actually a bundle works the best mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. what, what we found out. Right. Um, yeah. And so um, that was kind of the summary of the landing pages. Like it's a good way to drive traffic and it's very, very focused. Right. Right. And we had now gotten on and she, that was episode 161 and she uses the landing page. And mm-hmm. uh, so if you want some more information, you can go listen to that. And another resource is Russell Nolte and Monica Lionel's um uh, author ecosystem. Uh, right. they, yeah. they talk about it. So, yeah. 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 And I think uh, Nell also has a store, but I think she's really using the landing page a lot. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people will have a store, but they'll have a landing page that they drive traffic to for their mm-hmm. first sale. And then once they have customers, then they start emailing and filtering them through their store. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Russell and Monica's author ecosystem is a great resource for this. And this is kind of what they specialize in. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like their um, you know, basically Kickstarter is a really long landing page. Mm-hmm. And so they can give help you with Kickstarter and with creating these landing pages and email funnels. So. Well, you bring up a good point about, um, you know, starting on the landing page and then it, moving them over to the store. So you would do that through automation emails, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. So like after they've, can... after they've, uh, bought do you do you do they sign up for your email immediately or is that an option thing they can sign up for well email. I think you you're able to email them because they purchased something from you. Oh, okay okay and yeah. then I think that you know they're gonna have to like I set mine up where they have to opt in you you deliver you give them the order invoice thing that goes automatically mm-hmm. and then if they want to subscribe then I have it set up where they 
they have to confirm. And then, you know, you, so, you know, you can't set up where they don't have to confirm, but I always have people confirm because I yeah. figure that. Yeah. So, the, the, so do they have to sign up for your email to get a, a follow-up email or do you just send a follow-up email because they bought it? Well, I have only sold basically to my readers. So okay. I oh, haven't okay. really explored yeah. that yet. So I'm still fairly new to all this okay. too. But I think that I have heard it said that, and of course verify this, but I've heard it said that by purchasing from you, they're showing interest in you. And so then, you send one. Yeah. so yeah, so you could at least send one and ask, you know, do you want more information from me? A lot of times what people will do is they'll advertise a bundle, like a three book bundle. Mm-hmm. And then if they purchase that, then they're like, Hey, there's a second bundle in a series. Mm-hmm. Do you want that? And that's an easy way, or maybe that's your upsell. And that's mm-hmm. what you can do with landing pages too. You can do the main product, the upsell. And then if they don't want the upsell, then you can have a downsell, like something mm-hmm. that's like yeah, a lower yeah. price product. So mm-hmm. there's lots of options. So oh, landing pages, great. you could go on quite, quite a while yeah. and we're not going to belabor the point. <laughs> so we'll move on to the next one would be like a store. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I mean, right now in the author community, Shopify is like the one that's getting the most attention. That's right. Um, the most well-known you could also do a store through pay hip, which I did that too, back yeah. when we first started talking about direct sales and did mm-hmm. audiobooks and eBooks, mm-hmm. but the store is a little more difficult. It takes more time mm-hmm. and so you're it's going, more advanced. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And you're going to need, um, you can use pay hip, you can use Gumroad, you can use Shopify. Um, and then you're going to want to have those integrated with, your email provider. So you can email people who buy from mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. So you're going to need Clavio is the one that's recommended a lot with Shopify, but you don't have to use that. Um, I use ConvertKit right now with Shopify. I'm trying to make that work, see how that mm-hmm. goes. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to want like Book Vault or Lulu uh, to do your print books. Okay. So okay. this um, is like the yeah. next level, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It does seem like graduate school. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, if you have, you know, like Nell Godden doesn't have a huge amount of books on her store. So you can do it with just one series. Like she has a longer series, which I think would be to your advantage to have a longer series and have audio books and to control all that. Right. Yeah. So, so if you have multiple series and if you enjoy ads, Mm -hmm. then this might be the way to go. Because Um, you run ads to direct people to your store, correct? Yes. Yes. Or you can run ads to a landing page and then get them into your store, you know, like the two-step process. Yeah. But um, I was going to point out, there's a really good podcast, the Rebel Author Podcast with uh, Morgana Best. We've had Morgana Mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. So that's episode 136. Mm -hmm. But um, she was also on the Rebel Author Podcast and she gave, uh, Sasha always asks such good questions. Right. And Morgana kind of told how like you can do a three book bundle, Mm -hmm. then you can do your follow on series and then maybe three, like a three book bundle for books like four through six. Mm -hmm. And then you advertise another series. So like you can build and how you can sell bundles and kind of set up a a system where you're not selling just one ebook because Mm -hmm. you're, you want the higher priced items. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But she also said that the people who are making money, in direct sales are selling to a cold audience. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's been really clear before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I think that's really true. So if you like ads and you enjoy ads, then mm-hmm. a store may be a great thing for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you don't enjoy ads, then yeah. maybe not. <laughs> that is so interesting too, though, uh, that that people who are making money are selling to a cold audience. Wow. I hadn't really thought about that. I guess I thought, um, you know, you just bring your readers in and then you Mm -hmm. have non-readers that find it or that you send there, but that it would be the majority of it would be your readers. So that's very interesting. Yeah. And I think that like when, when I've had a new release and remember when ACX was so slow on approving mm-hmm, the audio, mm-hmm, yeah. I did do direct sales yeah, for you did. audio and did fine with that. And so mm-hmm. I think if you have a new release, you could probably sell it to your audience and do great. Mm-hmm, but like, mm-hmm. as far as like keeping an income yeah, ongoing, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. you're going to have to find new people. Yeah. So that, that was something that it clicked for me the other day and I was like, mm-hmm. okay. And see, mm-hmm. I don't really love ads. And mm-hmm. so now I'm thinking maybe I shouldn't have done the store, but mm-hmm. I'm going to try it and see yeah. what I can do. And apparently yeah. running ads to your store is completely re- different from running ads. It is traffic mm-hmm. ads. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try that. And, out and, and see. more, more effective because you can use your pixel and you can get more information. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, you can get more information and, they were talking about that at Anchors Con and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. But um, we had Morgana, as you mentioned, that's episode 136 for us. And we also had Rachel Hanna recently. That's episode 172. Um, and then the creative pen interview with Katie Cross is really good, too, um, if you guys are interested in kind of digging in a little deeper. Yeah. Um, and- Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say uh, the recommended resources we have is Morgana Best's uh, Stop Making Others Rich book and Author Selling Direct. And that's a course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and I've done her course and it is excellent. So I would say if you want to do a store, do her course because mm-hmm. she has there's lots of people doing courses on Shopify, but mm-hmm. she knows all the little details about like getting related to books and mm-hmm. it's like she has all the information on how to do like the sales tax and apps that you'll need and so yeah. i would just say just save yourself some time yeah. and take the course well <laughs> let's stop here for just a second and talk about sales tax because i think that is the biggest thing when i hear people talk about direct sales or why they're not doing direct sales mm-hmm. it's because they're worried about the sales tax aspect sales tax aspect of Mm -hmm. selling direct so explain that to us how it's how it works when you have uh when you're using woocommerce and all of these other things okay well that is a good point i'm glad you brought that up because there are certain things that will that will collect the sales tax for you Mm -hmm. and there are certain things that won't so like pay hip handles the sales tax for you. You don't have to worry about that's why that's a good, easy Mm -hmm, start. mm -hmm. Um, Thrivecart will collect sales tax for you. You just have to set all the settings Mm -hmm. and Shopify will collect the sales tax for you. Okay. But then you have to remit it. There are apps that will collect and remit. And I think, Mm -hmm. I think tax jar has something like that. So like there are things that will do it for you automatically, but you just need to 
you know, this isn't legal or accounting advice, but just no, find a CPA. Y'all know us. <laughs> find a CPA. Yeah. Don't take any math we don't related math. advice. So yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> no math related advice from mm-hmm. us, mm-hmm. but find a CPA mm-hmm. in your area and find out what you have to do. Because like yeah. for me, I have to collect sales tax in Texas. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've been doing not a ton of direct sales, but I am seeing some sales coming in through my store and I'm mentioning it in my, mm-hmm. in my, emails that go out and sending Uh a link to a specific product and stuff, trying to get people interested in, I've had some purchases and none of them have been in Texas yet, which I think is hilarious. (laughs) That's (laughs) That's where I live. And so it's like, okay, that's odd. So basically I haven't had to do anything, but you can set up, you know, these apps to help you. You don't have to do it all. I would say I'm using the EAS app. Mm-hmm. from through Shopify. And that was one mm-hmm. reason. That was another reason I thought I'm just going to set up the store because I'm high compliance. And I it worries me to know that I might yeah. be not doing some form that needs to be filed somewhere. Correct. Correct. So I was like, I'll just do that. They handle the sales tax in the EU mm-hmm. and they help with that for the UK. Although there's, I've learned you only have to pay VAT on audiobooks when you sell mm-hmm. those in the UK. So like every place is different. So you mm-hmm. just have to find, figure out what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And basically I've discovered that your CPA can help you with like your state and local taxes. Mm-hmm. And then I'm using the um, EAS app for the EU for the international stuff because okay. that's the most complex and I'm not selling everywhere. I just yeah. have limited it right now to the U S Canada, UK, EU and Australia. And mm-hmm. you can do that. You can like mm-hmm. Rachel, Hannah, she just sells in the U S. Yeah, she does. A lot, a lot of people yeah. are just starting very simple. Like yeah. here, this is what I have. And even yeah. though I have that app, I've not sold any in the EU or the UK yet, Right. but we'll see like when I have a new release, maybe yeah. that will change. Okay. Okay. So, All right. Well, that's yeah. good. That I, you know, because of course that's, that's what held me back for a long time. It is. I remember you saying, yeah. It's like every guest we had on, I was like, what do you do about sales tax? (laughs) How do you not go to jail? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Sarah wouldn't do well in jail, y'all. She just wouldn't. I'm telling you, there's some people that would do okay in jail. I might. Not me. Sarah would not. No. (laughs) Jamie's a survivor. She'd do fine. Okay. So let's get back to our list. So we've done the buy button. We've done landing pages Mm -hmm. in a store. Mm -hmm. And then these last two are a little bit different, but they Mm -hmm. are direct sales. And the last, the next to last one is Kickstarter. Yeah. And that one, even though it's on a platform that like you don't control the platform, but you do, um, you do take the payments yourself. You're paid Mm -hmm. through, you have to set up a Stripe account and they pay you through Stripe. And you um, are able to refund people. So Mm -hmm. like if somebody, and I think that's kind of like the direct sales, you're able, you're handling the transaction yourself, even if it's through Kickstarter, it's like the platform. So uh, this one I would say is medium to difficult because you can make it as simple or as complex as you want your campaign, but it is a learning curve. Yeah. And there's yeah. steps. I mean, you know, it's not like you just throw it up. I mean, there, mm-hmm. there are things you, to do it well, there are things mm-hmm. you should do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you're going to need um, book vault or um, book funnel to deliver 
uh, eBooks and then mm-hmm. Book Vault or Ingram or Lulu to deliver print books if you do that. Mm-hmm. And then you can use Backerkit afterwards, mm-hmm. like after your thing, your campaign is over, you can use this uh, platform called Backerkit that you can actually make more money because it allows you to say, oh, well, this was what you purchased. Do you also want to add on these mm. whatever? And people can, yeah. but there is a charge for that. So oh, okay. most of the time, I mean, last time I used it just to see how it went and I'm, I covered the cost of backer kit and made a little bit more. Oh, okay. So, okay. And it's kind of nice because if people are like, oh, I really wanted to get X, but I didn't do it, but now I want it, then mm-hmm. you can do that. So, okay, great. Yeah. Great. So. So it's best for authors who want to sell their own to their own audience, plus gain new readers using the Kickstarter algorithm, authors who don't enjoy ads. So, yeah. So uh, I would say if you fit, like if you have a good engaged audience Mm -hmm. and they're interested in buying from you specifically, Mm -hmm. then Kickstarter can be really good and you don't have to do ads for it. Some people in other like I know like the game board people and the different types of Kickstarters do run ads to their Kickstarter, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but I don't think many authors are. I think yeah. it's mostly your audience. And then if it goes well, it's kind of like you get that algorithm mm-hmm. starts re- recommending you. So you're a little yeah. dependent on that, but basically it's a good way to do direct sales and it's a good way to get started with it to mm-hmm. see if your audience is interested mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. buying from you. Yeah. Um, so we had Russell and Monica on in episode 105 and mm-hmm. they talked all about Kickstarter Yeah, and they have their author ecosystem that you can, you know, they, they, they are the Kickstarter experts. Yeah. So if you're interested yeah. in that, then definitely check that out. Yeah. They have a Facebook group too, right? Yeah, they do. They have a, uh, Facebook group that's open to everybody. And then mm-hmm. they have a different Facebook group for people who are in the course or the, yeah. uh, in their membership, I guess yeah. is what it is yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, people are like, you know, I think people are becoming more and more open to this because there's mm-hmm. been so much success in the author community mm-hmm. uh, with doing this. But what, what a lot of people don't understand is there are people that are on Kickstarter to give their money away. Like they're, they're they're looking for something. They're to buy. looking for something to support, something to buy. They mm-hmm. look at they. That's it's just a different mindset. I mean, those, there are just people within that ecosystem of Kickstarter that that's what they like to do. This is mm-hmm. their thing. So if they're there willing to, as Russell says, if they're there willing <laughs> to give their money away, I'm willing to take it. So yeah, uh, let's let's not forget that it's not just for our readers though. Right. It can be. Yeah. It it can can be. It can really help you expand into like help you find new readers. And Mm -hmm. especially now, I would think that's a good point because like, if you go on Amazon and look right now, there's so much going on on the Mm -hmm. sales pages and I've ordered some things that they're not the quality that I wanted. Mm -hmm. And so like, if you go on Kickstarter I think people who are on there are looking for the, like that unique, that different, mm-hmm. that kind of mm-hmm. something that's a little extra special. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's what Kickstarter is made for to mm-hmm. create mm-hmm. things that are unusual and different. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's been good for me to do it because I know that it will, by doing a Kickstarter, 
Mm-hmm. I'm cre- I'm putting a lot of emphasis. I'm doing one for the next new release. I'm going to do mm-hmm. Kickstarter first. And it's like, I'm focusing a lot on launching and like mm-hmm. making mm-hmm. things special and different for mm-hmm. this. And yeah. I don't think I would do that if I didn't do it through Kickstarter. I guess you right. could do kind of the same sort of thing yourself mm-hmm. and do it like on your store. But I think by having it on Kickstarter, it just makes me be a little more I don't know. It, it motivates me more to do. Yeah, it's more of an things. event. It's more of an yes. event. And it's, like, and it's limited in time. Yeah, There's all those yeah. things that mm-hmm. really work to uh, get, get all your people in and get them buying mm-hmm. before the cutoff date, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Okay. Then the next thing is subscription. This is also easy to medium or not. Also, this is an easy to medium. <laughs> Uh, difficulty level. Um, tell us about the software that we we would need for that. Okay, you're probably going to need BookFunnel to deliver whatever you're if you're doing early access to your books or something mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that. But you probably just want to use Ream or Patreon. Mm-hmm. Ream is like the new player just for authors, and it's mm-hmm. set up really well. Patreon's been around forever, and it's more well known, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, it, I think subscription models that this is a different type of direct sales. And mm-hmm, it's like a, mm-hmm. like Kickstarter is like the big woo launch. Yay. Yeah, or yeah. like big special event, big special edition. And subscription mm-hmm. is much more like slow and steady. It's kind of mm-hmm. like the difference between the rabbit and the hare, you know, like yeah, yeah. one is subscription is not, you're probably not going to have that humongous launch. Right. You're probably just going to get people over time, mm-hmm. but um, it's really good for authors who like to create lots of content authors to enjoy being really close to their readers. Lots of um, subscriptions are more about the community mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. than the content. And then there are others that are more about this is early access, but sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, they, it, it um, crosses and, right. you know, you right. could have both. Um, and I think it's really good for authors who have like high discipline mm-hmm. in because Consistency is huge. If you're doing early access and you're releasing a chapter every week or every couple of days, some people do, Mm -hmm. then, you know, you really need to have that consistency and discipline. Mm -hmm. Um, And if you do have that, I think it'd be easier. And if you're super prolific and you're, if you write books and release books quickly, that Mm -hmm. could be a really good fit for you. Yeah. Yeah. I I have very little to say on this because, you know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it sounds great. I love it's the idea. Great. I love of, it. I admire people who do it, but that's probably not me. So, yeah. Um, but we did have a, a couple of podcasts um, mm-hmm. about this. One with Amelia Rose and Michael Evans on Ream. Uh, mm-hmm. They're the creators of Ream, and that was episode 159. And then one just with Amelia Rose on subscriptions, and that's episode 134. And uh, um, I would say Amelia's episode is more the meat and bones of, of how she does her subscriptions. Right. Yeah. So, right. And she's um, super successful. Oh my gosh. And, so uh, smart. Dang. And she's so young, y'all. Yeah. She's young and cute. And, <laughs> oh, she's just got so, it all together. She does. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I try not to hate her, but um, <laughs> <laughs> she's so sweet. You can't hate she, her. Yeah. You can't hate her. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, yeah, those are great resources. Mm-hmm. 
And then, of course, uh, Ream subscriptions for authors. Uh, Accelerate is that a course or is they that have, just? It's a- sort of like a mastermind kind of thing. I think. Okay. I think it's okay. limited. I think they've opened. I think it like opens and closes. So if you're interested okay. in that, just go to the Ream Facebook group. I'm sure they have information in there about it. Yeah. And yeah. And they have a podcast too. I forgot to mention that they have oh, okay. subscriptions for authors podcast. But um, yeah, I think this one is really. I mean. I feel like subscriptions are are almost a completely separate like Kickstarter and subscriptions are completely different. Yeah. Yeah. than like a landing page in a store, but it's still a way to connect with your readers directly and you know get a, if you can get a little income coming in on a regular basis and it can grow over time, then yeah. I mean that's a great thing. Mm-hmm. So I feel like with all of these so let's um hit them all again, the buy button, mm-hmm. the landing page, yep. the store, Kickstarter and direct and subscriptions. I think like, I love a list. So mm-hmm. no, I made the list and kind of sorted it into what in my mind is how it breaks out, but the lines between all these are very gray and mm-hmm. you can mix and match and blend however you want. Right. And, you know, there's no, like, there's nothing that says you can't do a Kickstarter and a subscription Right. and a store mm-hmm. or do a buy button and a Kickstarter, you know, mm-hmm. so you just kind of have to figure out what works for you. Right. Right. So, yeah. I love that. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's great. So got any other questions, thoughts, uh, ideas? No, I just think, um, should we make this list available to Yeah, sure. I was listeners? thinking it would go in the show yeah, notes. Yeah. You did a really great job of putting this together. Guess who did it? Sarah. Uh, well, it helps to get it out of my head. It's like, I've yeah. been thinking about it yeah. and people are talking about all these different ways. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. in my mind, I have to kind of sort it out and kind of organize it. And then I feel so much better and I can let it wow, go. That's <laughs> such an amazing way to do things. <laughs> so, you know, we could put, we'll put it in the show notes and yeah, I guess we could make like a PDF or something to download put it in the group. We can put it in our yes. Facebook group. So Perfect. if you're not part of the Facebook group, you can join. Um, and We'll put it in the Facebook group. It's really a great resource. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. it thank you again to Book Vault. We've talked about yeah. them a lot in this episode. They are a great um, resource and company to work with. And we appreciate their support. And thank you to Alexa Larberg for editing and producing the podcast. And for to Adriel Wiggins for doing our admin. And you can find all of that in the show notes at wish I'd known then for writers.com. Thanks for listening, y'all. Bye, everybody. See you next Bye. week. Thanks for listening to the Wish I'd Known Then podcast. We hope this episode inspired you, empowered you, and made you laugh a little bit too. If you loved it, tell your friends about it. And if you feel so inclined, leave us a review. We look forward to being with you again next week.